Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. All right, so welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast. I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. And very excited to have a very good connection globally with my friend I call V. V. Thank you so much for having me. So V, you started consulting at, at, at an earlier age, your business from 2015. You've helped a lot of brands in building, rebranding, repositioning, group hacking, and some digital strategies. Tell, how did you get started into all this at an earlier age? Well, uh, the way I would say it is I had, I, I was coming across problems and I was trying to solve those problems. And my process of solving this problem, problems actually resulted in me learning things. I've by nature been a curious guy. So I, I think at the age of 18 is when I started my first, I would call it a blog, not a startup because mm-hmm. Android was very new then, right? So I thought let's work something around uh, a website. Uh, let's make a blog around Android. So that's when I got started with the, with the space of digital completely, right? Because I had to figure out how to make a website, which uh, Udemy and uh, Linda back then, which was very famous. Uh, and then Google, essentially Google taught me how to make a website. I did make a website on WordPress, right? Uh, and then once I had the website up, once I had the content up, I needed to market it. Right. That's when I started exploring strategies of basic SEO, a little bit of Facebook. Back then, Facebook groups was huge. It was yeah. too easy to buy uh, the traffic uh, from Facebook groups. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where I got started with SEO, a little bit of AdWords, a little bit of Facebook ads. Okay. Um, so which which skills did you adopt along the way? Because you initially used Google, Linda and all that would that mean to learn how to blog. You realize after blogging, you might need to also come up with some few strategies. And so what are the skills you adopted along the way? And uh, for those listening startups, what are some of the skills they need to learn in getting to do digital marketing? Well, uh, the tools, the skills that I've learned uh, starting from Photoshop to uh, how to make a website on WordPress to how to code basically HTML, CSS, basic stuff to uh, advertising on Facebook, Google. Learning digital marketing is actually very easy. Because there are only few things that you have to learn, like a Facebook ads, a Google ads, you know, probably a Twitter or a Snapchat ads. That's all. Like the fundamentals is very basic and very similar. If you want to be a better digital marketer, you need to be a better marketer first. Learning Photoshop and becoming, uh, I mean, you cannot just become a great graphic designer by learning how to do Photoshop. You need to have the design sense to become a good designer, right? Just knowing Photoshop is not going to cut it. In the same way for digital marketing too, I see this huge gap where people understand how to run ads, how to retarget, what are the strategies that they should apply. But the the thing that they miss out on is basic marketing, how marketing works, understanding a human psychology. What are the kind of people, uh, what, what are the kind of people I'm targeting and what kind of triggers would it work for them? Because there's not a single click uh, that will work for all. You know what I mean? So the most important thing that I suggest people Mm-hmm. is to understand marketing first and then get into digital marketing. The focus is for people to learn more about marketing before they transition to digital marketing. You understand the concept of what marketing is all about before you want to then do digital marketing. Correct. 
All right, so now we're going to uh, delve into uh, the growth hack strategies. Let's start with Instagram. So what are some of the growth hacking strategies you've used to help brands over the years and what uh, we can learn from your expertise? Well, uh, see, Instagram could be multi-phase thing. That is, uh, Instagram is completely different when you are a brand to completely different when you are a person, right? Strategies mm -hmm. like for brands, it'll be very different to what a personal brand exactly. is. Like if I'm trying to market myself, it's different. But when you're trying to market a brand, it's different. Starting starting with brand, right? Like when we talk about the major brands uh, trying to market in Instagram, the thing that works brilliantly well is actually content. There is no growth hacking when it comes to brands because, you know, like all, all you have to do, because first of all, people don't like to engage with brands. This is there by default. People don't like to right. engage with brands. Uh, so you need to do things which are extraordinary. And th there are only few set of brands which can do really well, well like e-commerce, more of clothing, things like that, which are more picture-oriented would do well. But if you think about something like an Amazon, it, it, it just uses Instagram as a placeholder, right? Or if you think about a SaaS startup, Again, they can't do much with Instagram because the mode of uh, the, the the mode of content on on Instagram is just pictures, right? So if if a big brand comes down to me and says, "Hey, uh, what do we do about Instagram? How can we go crazy with it?" I basically say, "Come up with great content. We strategize content rather than growth hacking, right? And use ads because that's the easiest possible way to get into people's uh, news feeds because." They are not openly willing to engage as such. But when it comes mm -hmm. to personal, yes, personal, personal brands, like your, mine, yeah, let's talk about personal brands. With personal brands, there's always a connect that uh, connect with people, right? You reached out to me because you like something about me. So you'll right. eventually follow, right? So you have to show that to people beforehand. How do you do that? Is again, good content. But now a lot of people question, I'm web hub, I put good content, but how do I reach out to more people? Because <laughs> the way Instagram works is very different. People who follow me can only see my content. So that's the only, only way to actually grow on Instagram right now organically is by hitting the discovery page. You know, there's a search mm. icon on Instagram. You click on it, you see random content there, right? And that content is built based on what you like you see content based on what you like and this the only way to get to your feed is by using the right hashtags and if there's a match of what you like as a topic let's say you like luxury living right it's it's a hashtag that you're following or you like things about luxury living instagram already knows that you like luxury living and i have i'm a i'm a content creator who creates content on instagram about luxury living so that's how the match happens now this, this is basically the fundamentals. This is the only way that you can reach to new people. Now, Instagram is so much filled with people that almost every hashtag is super competitive and it's very hard to rank. Mm -hmm. Just like Google search. Right? How do you get to the top? You get to the top by basically telling Instagram that your content is actually very good. And how do you tell Instagram yeah. that the content is very good? The way Instagram works is the moment you post in the next few minutes, to the first one hour, they look at the amount of engagement that you're getting. Okay. Yeah. Based on the engagement that you're getting, they push it to the discovery page for a few seconds to a small set of people. And they see if people are engaging with that content or not. If they're not engaging, you're kicked out of the discovery page again. But if people start mm -hmm. engaging, show it to the whole world. As a result, your content goes viral. Mm -hmm. Now, question, 
how do I get good number of engagement in the first one hour? Yeah. Right. That's a that's a bigger question. I have only two hundred followers. I have only five hundred followers. How do I get that? So for that, there is something called as power likes and power power followers. What they basically do is these are services that you can buy, but they cost somewhere from ten dollars to fifty dollars to hundred dollars per post. And what these services do is they have a bunch of power profiles. Power profiles are people with three hundred thousand followers, four hundred thousand mm-hmm. followers, up to a million, two million followers, right? What what this what this tool does is the moment you post your content, it will get all the power users automatically to engage with your content in the first few minutes. Yeah. Because of which Instagram thinks, oh wait, this content is being liked by really good profiles. That basically means this content is good. good. So you get a sure shot placeholder in the discovery uh, section of your Instagram for a few seconds. Now from here, the game is with content. If you post shitty content people are not going to like on the discovery page as a result you won't go viral but if you post something really good there's a very good chance that you'll go viral right it's this is this is it this is what instagram does and this is how you grow period there is no other way unless you want to spend money on ads now the other side of things what i've realized right now is i've been doing a multiple experiments you know there's always a little bit of cost involved right yeah. you're trying to get people to follow you uh, so there are strategies that people use when they are small, like follow and follow. Like people start following a bunch of follow, bunch of profiles in their own category, expect them to follow back. Follow and back. there's something called yeah, and there's something called as a dollar eighty strategy of Gary Vee, which is again the same. You go to people uh, people's profile who you think are relevant for you, start commenting with them, start engaging with them, and you expect eventually people to notice you and follow you back. But these are very long processes. It takes a lot of time. You can automate a fair bit of it. But then again, right? These are not these are strategies which are going to die down eventually. Hmm. The reason being, Instagram is looking at it. Instagram is, has already started enforcing this lockers on profiles. When you start following more than hundred profiles, it puts on a lock, saying you can't follow anymore for a few days. It was not the case before, but now is the case. So these strategies mm-hmm. won't work. Now, because of which I started experimenting with ads. Right? I wanted to say, hey, there is a cost involved. I am spending five hundred dollars a month. On Instagram, for my growth hacking strategies, mm-hmm. how about I put the same money in ads and try to game Instagram ads rather than running a regular ad? So, right. if you want in followers on Instagram and you want to do it via ads, unlike Facebook, Facebook for Facebook pages you have an objective which is increase your fan page, but for Instagram there is no objective of increasing your followers. Mm-hmm. There is no objective, so there is no direct way of gaining followers. So the way people used to do it is they'll put up story ads and they'll ask people to just swipe up and follow, right? Now, now when you set up an ad like this, Instagram already knows that the objective is swipe up, so they charge you for every swipe up that happens on stories, which is essentially a click. Mm-hmm. Now, an experiment that I recently ran was a creative, which was which was an ad, but in the ad, right, I was not asking people to swipe up. Instead. What I was asking people was to click on my profile icon and click a follow. <laughs> and I was I had like two three arrows pointing towards my profile, saying click here, click here. Instead of swiping up, I was taking the attention to click on my profile, which Instagram doesn't track as a swipe up. Wow. Because of which, like in the hundred dollars I spent, I got like I think hundred forty swipe ups, but more than three thousand profile clicks. Which led to around twelve hundred followers in hundred dollars, 
from from countries like US, UK, Australia, right? Wow. While Instagram was charging me about one dollar sixty cents for a swipe up, so Instagram was managing the ad for swipe up. But what I was doing was I was asking mm-hmm. users to follow a different flow altogether. All right. I mean, this is like a this this is growth hacking inside ads, right? So this is working brilliantly well. I'm yet to test it more extensively, but this is working brilliantly well so far. And I'm not sure if this is violating some Facebook rule, but so far <laughs> my ads have been so it's all good. <laughs> have any way to automate some of these things? Or uh, like creating ads? Not ad per se. Some of the Instagram uh, growth strategies. Is there any way we can automate some of them? Yeah. So you can apart. I mean. When you think about ads, these are the things which you should not automate, though there are ways. But if you think about like follow, unfollow, and mm-hmm. things like that, everything can be automated. There are a bunch of tools out there which can automate everything. Obviously, you are not going to sit and follow, unfollow. There's a good tool called as Instabotify, which does all the follow, unfollow bit, sending messages, everything. For example, right? This is what I do for local businesses. Instagram is powerful for local businesses. It's insanely mm-hmm. powerful oh. because. I can literally steal my competitors and engage with their followers directly. It's it's as simple as that. Let's say I I've opened up a new bar in my city, right? I am I'm a bar owner. I've opened up a new bar. There are already 25 bars in the city and all of them are on Instagram. Yeah. And people when they go to bars post pictures and content, right? Yeah. So I can literally target all these pages saying, "Hey, bar X, bar Y, bar A, bar B, bar C." connect with all the people who have engaged with their content or have posted a picture or a story with the tag of that bar as a location and engage with them follow them click a few pictures like a few pictures and then send a message to them saying hey we have just opened a new bar in the city we are giving you a 25% off why don't you come around and check us out uh, how powerful is that like yeah. and you can automate all of this and this can be scaled right i mean one profile can send up to 100 messages a day which is 3000 messages per profile mm. but what if you get 10 profiles yeah that is that is 30000 people reached for free probably you'll pay 20 dollars for the tool that is automating or 30 dollars and they are sending getting messages on their direct dms as dms giving them a promo code saying come and a couple of beers are free it's on us So this converts brilliantly well. I did this with a garage here, like uh, like uh, we had like a high-end garage here. The, those who service like good high-end cars, like Mercedes, BMWs, and things mm. like that, and it works brilliantly well. You also you can also pick up location, right? Like I can specifically pick up San Francisco, and everybody who posted content around uh, around San Francisco, I can reach them out automatically without spending a dollar. So. It's very powerful for local businesses. That's amazing. I think after the show, you 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 mentioned some of these tools which I can just link up in the show notes for listeners to follow and try some of these automated tools sure. for yeah, the growth. Good. So with that sure. said, any other uh, uh, what I call what what would be your billion dollar tip on Instagram group hacking before we move on to LinkedIn? Well, uh, so <laughs> I'm this guy who moves on to new sources. Every time there is one, right? So Instagram, I feel right now is becoming saturated. It is not 
as easy as it was the ad costs are going up number of people on instagram are going up as a result the engagement is going down like back in the day like 7 months 8 months back i post a picture i had like what 15000 followers then i post a picture is to get like 3000 likes today i have around 19000 followers and i get 2000 likes mm. so the engagement is also going down and the reason is simple because back then when people used to open instagram they only used to see 10 new posts but right now there are 50 new posts right so it's getting harder and harder and harder but that's how the world is right facebook was much easier 5 years back yeah what it is now so yeah that's the cycle of life i guess so i think one of the strategies that helps uh, people like you and i is that if you become an early adapter to to experiment with tools and techniques it helps better and that's why that's why i absolutely love linkedin because linkedin is gaining momentum now it's been there for a very long time but after the microsoft acquisition it's started to gain momentum now right and right now it is probably the most powerful social network out there oh. right so all right so we are I've, i've shifted my focus completely towards linkedin now like last 7 8 months i've been like focusing learning how to crack the game of linkedin and i think i've done it fairly well so far yeah from the content you posted in our facebook group and uh, follow you i realize you've done a whole extensive job on linkedin so kindly can can, can you share your strategies some of the strategies with us on growth hacking linkedin for i mean personal brands and also position your business using that because you said it, it helps in your, in your business and what you do yeah i mean <clears throat> so linkedin is is easy I'll let me put it that way it's easy if you've been on facebook 5 years back that's what linkedin is right now right so here's a simple thing right let's say you're trying to build a personal brand i'm a digital marketer uh and i want i'm creating content on digital marketing uh let, let let let's do this who is your target audience tell me that okay so who is your target audience currently so right, any entrepreneurs startups ceos mds they i want to help them to publish and write content online simple that's the beauty on facebook it's almost like it's super hard to connect with ceos i mean it i mean you can basically find them based on a tag ceo but every blogger who has a blog will be a ceo too CEO, yeah, right yeah, and you yeah. don't want them and you don't want them you don't want essentially you don't want all of them right but on linkedin the power is you can segregate you can filter because of professional network mm. you can literally connect with ceo co-founders founders cbos mds anyone mm. not just that but you can also connect based on location and their size of the company and their type of company and their age of company so the number of filters mm-hmm. you have to get the right set of people on linkedin is humongous right wow. you can literally drill down anything for example if your target market is new age founders who have started up in a year or two because if i'm assuming if they ran a startup for two years right now they are in a steady state or as they would have shut down by now so two years two year old company uh founders based out of let's say san francisco right and have a company size of less than 50 employees all these are simple filters on linkedin you click all of them you go to sales navigator you don't have to buy it you take a 30 day free version don't even buy it you don't have to because you're growth hacker we don't pay right <laughs> you take a 30 day free trial you take a 30 day free. if if your trial doesn't exist you use your friends free trial there's so many of us or you just create a new account 
<laughs> I should not be saying this. <laughs> but anyways, so if you just get into Sales Navigator, put all these filters. It's very simple. If someone doesn't know how to use Sales Navigator, it's one YouTube search away. It'll take you five minutes to figure out, right? You'll get all these profiles who are your target market, right? And all you have to do is you go through a tool, a scraper tool or whatever. Uh, you can use multiple tools. I'll link a few of them to you. Okay. You can use multiple tools. Download all those UUIDs of, I mean, download all those LinkedIn profile URLs, right? And that's why I said all you would need is mm. 30 days free trial because once you have 30,000 profiles that you want to be in your network, let's say 45,000 profiles that you want to be in your network. You are sorted. You don't need Sales Navigator anymore, right? And that should mm-hmm. not take you more than ten days to do. Should not take you more than a day to do, actually, mm-hmm. right? But once you have your forty-five thousand profiles, LinkedIn allows you to have up to thirty thousand connections, right? Unlike Facebook, which only allows five thousand people, five thousand people as friends. Thirty thousand connections is a huge number, right? It's a huge number. Like it's like having thirty thousand followers. So what what you should do is first thing, go to your network, open your connections, and remove everybody who is not relevant to you. Mm. I mean, he could be your friend, and he could be connected on Facebook. He doesn't have to be connected on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah, because right. I I'm picky about every person because I only have thirty thousand as my real estate, right? I only have thirty thousand connections that I can add. So remove all these guys or all these people who are irrelevant to your profile. Set them aside, clean up your profile, and then start adding these people. Everything can be done automated. The reason why I'm not talking about the tools here is because if you don't do it right, LinkedIn no will block, basically yeah. ban. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm not giving tools here because a lot of people think that if they know the name of the tool, they can do it all, but they're wrong because <laughs> that's more dangerous. Half knowledge is more dangerous yeah. than because you can screw up. And I know big names. Who've been banned from LinkedIn, like big names. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm very um, that way. I'm, I'm trying to give a matured answer here. So you can automate it, but before you do, do enough research to understand what is right, what is wrong, right? But anyways, all of this could be automated. All you could do this manually, right? Anyways, on LinkedIn, you should not send more than 150 connections a day, right? So what you do is start connecting with these people, send connection requests, have a note. Write a sweet little note saying, "Hey, I'm X Y Z. I'm looking to get in touch with entrepreneurs because I'm do- I'm like I I'm I'm doing this podcast and whatever. Like you can have your nice little introduction and send them send them invitations, right? And let them accept. Eventually, slowly in three four months, you will be able to have. The reason I said have forty five thousand accounts instead of thirty thousand is because not everybody is going to accept you. Yeah. Right." So you keep adding, and then you keep removing people who are not getting added, and then you keep adding, right? This way, you can make a network of thirty thousand people on your LinkedIn in six to seven months, who are super relevant. So mm-hmm. next time when you post some of your content, they will engage with it because they will relate and they will learn. As a result, you build your credibility, right? This is the LinkedIn game. All of this could be done in automation. You can send messages in automation. You can do follow-up messages in automation. And this, all these things could be taken to a next level. So this is the automation that I've run for a client of mine. By the way, I don't do automation on my profile. <laughs> my profile is too dear to me. <laughs> But anyways, uh, if someone from LinkedIn is listening to this, don't ban me. <laughs> uh, but this is something that I've run for my clients, right? Like where this is the automation flow. 
you send a connection request and then you send a note and while this connection request is going the automation it's a sequence with multiple tools not one right let let me like just run you through the linkedin process again right from the beginning because i don't remember when i stopped okay let's go yes. all right so this is the process that i follow for a lot of clients you could be a b2b saas company you could be a personal brand trying to sell your course whatever it is right this is what this is this is the process that you can absolutely use so yes as i told you that you can pick your connections that you want to connect and you definitely should right your 45000 connections now what you could do to add this uh, uh, like to add to the process and make it better is basically you can you don't have to have a mailing list that's a beauty right so all you have is linkedin urls of these people okay that's all you have mm. now with this linkedin urls you can send them a request automatically and you can also find that person's email automatically and send him an e- once you find the email a uh, email th- that email will be added to your email client which oh. will send a automatic emails in parallel so all this is automatic you are not touching all you are giving it is a list of urls and once you feed that urls all all of this all of this process is automatic sending messages sending invites sending uh, sending a note sending follow up messages on linkedin on the email side sending an email and sending a follow up email if the person is not replying and in fact if you want to take a step further you can also have tracking urls on your email and also on your linkedin in in a way that the moment someone clicks on it a retargeting ad will start appearing on his facebook linkedin everywhere you want right so this is mighty powerful i mean yeah. when i say this i'm sure you will realize how powerful this could be yeah right it's insanely powerful and also the best part is when you're sending them the emails the emails could be very personalized too the reason being you're going to take a lot of content the tool is going to take a lot of content from the linkedin that is hey man uh, uh it's i mean i just saw your profile on linkedin and oh, out of uh, san francisco that's awesome so am i all this all this data san francisco the company name for how long is he working what is his profile like what is he working as everything could be fetched automatically and an email could be sent in fact in one of my uh, one of my advanced automations what i have done is i have also taken a screenshot of this linkedin profile and sent him all automatic again right to make him feel that i've actually spent put some effort someone taking a screenshot and putting like a circle on your profile picture and and i put some text with a weird font saying this looks legit will make the person super happy and no one so this is this is taking automation to the next level where your open rates are crazy like my open rates are 75 to 90% email open rates it's insane and the yeah wow yeah certified it depends 75 to 90% and what i eventually do is try to make sure everybody opens my automation sequence are set in a way that if someone doesn't open an email for the next 3 days a trigger to people who haven't opened the email goes out with a different subject line right so like essentially in the end i get the open rate up to like 85 90% for every campaign but my primary email open rate like the only first email that i send is a minimum of 70% right so this is powerful this is very very powerful. very, very. Wow. This is amazing. Yes. Wow. Amazing. 
So as we round up on on this, uh, what what would be your billion dollar tip on LinkedIn growth hacking? Yeah. So if you really want to growth hack LinkedIn, you should get your basics right. That is, don't automate if you don't know how to do it. Don't. Just don't. Like this is this is to automation. Don't automate if you don't know how to automate. Even if you think you know how to automate, you don't. Hmm. You will get banned. So you need to know that you need to know what you're doing because you're doing something which is against LinkedIn terms of service. They'll ban you if you don't do it right. There's so much that you can do. All this might sound super fancy, and it's actually not very hard to do once you know how to do it. But if you make any mistake anywhere, you're screwed. So don't automate if you don't know how to. Two is content is actually the king on LinkedIn. So as I told you. you can get to 30000 connections which will eventually be 30000 followers by adding everybody but right now i am at somewhere 74000 followers on linkedin and i'm positive that by end of this year i'll be at 150000 right i'm growing i'm growing fast and this growth cannot be achieved by sending invitations because you can only send up to 30000 right beyond that people have to come to your profile and hit that uh and hit that follow button for them to follow you and you can only do this with content there is no other way for example two days back i posted a piece of content on linkedin uh i don't remember which one actually it was a picture of a talk that i recently gave two days back i posted it i put up a nice little story with it and in three days i accumulated more than 3500 followers oh, i was 70000 oh. i was 70000 a week back 71000 i'm 74000 now and yeah, like literally four months back literally four months back i was in 25000 so it's insane like what you could do if i'm consistent or with posting content and good content and like content is not sharing weird links again everything i i can only give you the basic tip of the things right because there's so much if i yeah. like a course on this for 8 hours on how to grow hack linkedin it's 8 hours long so that's the amount of information that you can learn possibly and more but keep it simple keep keep content don't share links and stuff like that because linkedin will kill your reach just post good content and there is nothing that sells better than stories so mm-hmm. if you think about those two taglines of linkedin growth hacking one don't automate if you don't know how to Two content is the king. Awesome. Now, V, you've shared a lot of insights and lots of strategies and all that. So the point is, how can uh, viewers and listeners learn more from your expertise? Where do you connect from you with you from here? LinkedIn is the place. I'm sure I probably won't be able to add all of them because I have like eight thousand pending requests. But if they send a message, I would definitely respond. So LinkedIn is the place to go. LinkedIn is a place to go. Let them know you had you had him on the podcast, or you saw him, and you want to connect with sure. him. You want to learn or take any of his courses, and we will be glad to assist you with that. Sure, done. Great. Is there any other thing you want listeners to know from V? Currently, you are the marketing manager for Uber in Latin America. How do you get there? <laughs> well, uh, it's a it's a fun story. As I told you, uh, discovering Android was my first startup. After discovering Android, it actually failed because Google banned me from AdSense. So there was no way of making money anymore. 
because we, I was sharing stuff uh, which was hacky, like how to hack an app and how to get paid apps for free and all those things, which which is very common nowadays. But seven years back, it was not, right? And the moment Google noticed it, that the content that I share is about hacking Android, they banned me, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started my second startup. That was Crazy Heads. It was a digital media company. I ran that for three years, and that's where I actually started working with businesses, brands, startups, building them branding, making them websites, uh, doing strategy for digital marketing for them. You know, uh, I was doing all this, and I was like 21. Uh, I think I was 21, where I had already worked with over 100 clients, and you know, I had a super cool office, and everything was going great. But I was 21. I had a I had good amount of money. All my loans were paid off by then. Uh, and I was like, man, this is no more fun mm-hmm. because I was getting into 10 meetings and out of 10, I would close seven meetings. So it has become too easy for me, right? It was no more fun. So that's when one of my friend was applying for Uber and he was like, Hey, why don't you come with me to like, I have a company and we thought that the interviews were happening in some other city. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give you company. So I had no plans of joining Uber, actually. I thought I'll give some company. I'll have some fun because it was in a big city. So I could go party on the night and all that, right? So that was the intention. Sadly, she didn't get a call. I got one. And then I told I can't make it because I can't travel. They said, it's all over phone, right? I said, okay, cool. This sounds good. So that's what we did. Uh, We had like for the next two months, I had series of interviews. And I cracked it. Uh, After that was over, I actually gave it a thought because... Uh, this was becoming very redundant. I was not having fun anymore. I was not learning. And at the age of 21, something that I strongly believe even now is always be learning. If you're not learning mm-hmm. anything, you should move out. Mm-hmm. You should move out. It's You're in a comfort zone and you should move out because now is the time to experiment. Probably you cannot experiment 25 years later because you will have too many responsibilities. So that's the story. That's how I joined Uber. Oh, that's a that's a nice cool ending and key driving home. If you are not learning, you better leave the place. You must always be learning yeah. at that age of your life. Amazing. Yeah. That's well, actually the reason why I moved to Latin America too. Right? Because what I was doing here was was becoming redundant. It became too easy. Every problem I had a solution to. I said I want something new. More challenging. So <laughs> more challenging, something new. So I've never done digital marketing at Uber. I only did digital marketing outside Uber and I kept learning over the years, right? And finally, I was doing brand marketing, your proper media, OOH, things like that, but retention marketing and re-engagement, life cycle management, all that, all that things, but never did digital marketing, right? Now I said, you know what? I want to do digital marketing at Uber and I, I, I worked towards it. I applied again and I made it and now... Now the story in Latin America. <laughs> Congratulations. May you so higher and higher. Thanks so much for your time and for the knowledge and content shared. I believe listeners and viewers will find this more insightful and help their brands on Instagram and LinkedIn. And they need to connect with you on LinkedIn and Instagram. They do so and let them know that they saw or heard you on the Personal Branding Podcast Show. And I believe it's going to help their brands to, to grow. And in the future, when we connect, there will be more exciting and challenging stories to share for brands to also learn from. Sure, sure, sure.
Hi, so if you enjoy this podcast, head on to Amazon.com slash author slash Bernard Kelvin and get all my books on building a successful personal brand. Personal brand, corporate branding, just go to Amazon.com slash author slash Bernard Kelvin or at best just go to Amazon.com and search for Bernard Kelvin Club. All my books will be available to you. Just purchase copies and buy some for your friends. The best is yours.